0: Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.bigcartel.com. Put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for 10% off your purchase before you check out. More on that later. Let's get into episode 140. Oh What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this December 8th, 2022. And how are y'all of you? I hope things are going well. Um, I am, well, recording extremely early in the morning, and I've got a ton of stuff to do. But before I get into anything today, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing, watching. Um, I know it is, the well, the second week of December right now, um, but I want to say thank you to all the subscribers out there. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and showing the love. Um, I appreciate it so much. If you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It is the most important thing you can do for me and the podcast. All right, so go ahead and give a thumbs up for all the guests, all the videos, leave comments, and, of course, uh, share, share, share. Push it out into the algorithm. It helps it get into more eyeballs. So I appreciate all of you for doing that, and if you're... um, Want to get more involved with the podcast? T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's Topher at gmail.com. You can do an audio, video, or typed out submission through that email. All right, so go ahead and do that. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And if you want to follow me, I'm on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. All right, so you can go there, give a follow. I greatly appreciate it. And then also, I now have a link tree. Yes. So down in the description, uh, below the video, you can find my link tree, which click on that. It sends you to everything. That's right. Um, all the things that I'm doing, uh, one of them is brand new and I'm going to mention it a little bit later, but go into the description below the video, click the link tree link. And now you can have access to everything I'm doing. Um, it's right at the tip of your thumb there, tip of your finger. Okay, so go ahead and do that. Um, I appreciate it. And now with all that out of the way, well, let's get into today's podcast. So uh, like I said, it is early in the morning. I'm still drinking coffee. And what is going on? Well, I got an amazing phone call yesterday. And by amazing, I mean horrible, scary, and my heart dropped uh, to my stomach And I went into panic mode. Oh, my God. And you're probably like, why would you do that? You know? And I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you. (sighs) So, for some reason, right, my wife told me a couple weeks ago, and I probably should not have ignored this, so that's why I'm putting the message out there. But she said her oil, like, came on but went out instantaneously. And I go, hmm, that's weird, but... I'm not going to look into it because if it was an oil light or an engine problem, the light should stay on. Well, turns out um, I get a phone call yesterday and she tells me that um, she heard a growling noise in her engine. And I immediately went into panic mode because I know exactly what that noise is. That noise is the sound of your engine dying because it has no oil in it. So I'm freaking out. I'm telling her, you need to check the dipstick now. You got to do this. You got to do that because we need to find out exactly. But I'm telling you right now, I got a 100% feeling that there's no oil in your engine, which um, I'll get into in a second should not be the case. So she pulls the dipstick and she goes, I did it like three times. There's nothing on it. And I go, yep, that's exactly what I thought. Um, You need to get oil immediately. So there must have been just enough oil at the bottom of that pan uh, to lubricate the pistons and everything else. Uh, but I have a feeling if she had gone not even 20 miles, that engine would have been seized. So already you can tell this had a good ending um, because of fast acting and sometimes paranoia or, or high anxiety or, or, or freaking out. Can be a good thing. I don't think it's always good. I don't think it's healthy, but sometimes when you need to think fast, you're not thinking of anybody's feelings, right? You're just coming up with an answer quick. You got, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. That saved the vehicle. She got from Starbucks over to Walmart. It was only a half a mile, so that was good. Um, like I said, she did not have very far to go before the oil in that engine was completely gone and it just seized itself closed. Goes over to Walmart. I'm like, you got to find out what oil it is. I lo- I'm looking all this stuff up as we're talking. And I'm like, all right. She sends me a picture. It, My vehicle does not have this, and I think every vehicle should, on the little fucking thing that you take off your engine to fill your oil, the the oil cap. It should always be written what oil is in this vehicle. Every vehicle across the board. I don't understand why we don't have the technology to do this today or why it's not Printed all over the cars. Like I've checked all my things in my cars. You know, I got the battery. I got this. I got that. I got tire pressure. I got everything. It never tells you what oil you're putting into the car. It's it's so stupid. And I've had multiple vehicles that are like this. You have to go back to the manual, or you got to do this. You got to check. You got to go online. It's so fucking stupid. I hate it. So, she sends me a picture, and as I'm looking up her oil, she sends me that picture, and I'm like, it's O W twenty. And she sends me the picture, and it says O W twenty. On the cap. And I'm like, oh, cool. Your car tells you. Go into Walmart, buy. I look it up. You need four quarts of oil minimum. It's a 4.2 quart engine. So four cylinder. And so she goes into Walmart. She buys. There's only four quarts. It's full synthetic. There's only four. I'm like, buy them all. Buy them all. Don't care. Buy a funnel. And then when you're all done filling it up, throw everything the fuck away. Because why? Because $35 at the end of the day is a lot cheaper than a $26,000 vehicle having its engine seized in the middle of a vehicle shortage. That's where my brain's at. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be, of course, everything is starting to go uphill, right? It's all starting to go uphill. The end of New Hampshire vape galleries around the corner, Um, The new job is uh, about less than two weeks away. Uh, uh, I got all these things coming to me that I've earned. And all of a sudden, right, we're going to have an engine seize. And here's the shit kicker. I never changed the oil. Now you're saying, well, you're stupid. You should be changing your oil. You're absolutely right. And I don't do it anymore. Honda does it. So Honda was the last one to touch my vehicle or her vehicle, I should say. Uh, But they're both in my name, so whatever. Um, But anyway, so Honda was the last one to touch it. So because of this, I'm starting to think, okay, what if the engine did seize? Why is there no oil in the vehicle, right? Why did the check engine light only flicker on? It didn't even come on and stay on and then go out. It was a flicker. And where did the engine oil go? Her car doesn't smoke. There's no puddles in the driveway or anywhere where the car is sitting. Um, So where did it go? Is it possible that the four banger literally burned through four quarts of oil? Or did Honda not do their job? Now, I'm not going to say that Honda did not do their job because I do believe that they do their job. And I've been taking my cars there and buying cars for them for the last six to eight years. And I have never had an issue like this. So Anyway, we got to figure it out, right? So we're bringing the car in this morning to figure out what the hell went wrong, get its new, get an oil change, because she was like 500 miles away, maybe four, before she actually did need the oil change. Um, and then we're going to get the state inspection. But I have so many questions, and if there was sign of leakage, when you're changing my oil, are you not supposed to be looking for that shit? Are you not? I don't understand. So I've got a lot of questions. Uh, she got the oil in. We started the vehicle up, and it started purring like a kitten. So thank God that I know what that noise is immediately. That she was very close to somewhere that sold motor oil, and that it all just happened right. It was it was brand it was fresh. She said it happened the day prior. So she heard it the day prior, drove to work, drove home, did all this stuff. I bet you 10 to 1 she did not. She would not have been capable of doing that again. So uh, long story short, car is running, getting it looked at, and we'll see what happens. But that was my morning yesterday. So I just, I think uh, now what's happening is, is I'm just, Getting to the finish line, right? I've, I've mapped out all the way up until this point. So far, everything has gone very smoothly. We almost had a hiccup, but now I'm getting to the point where um, this is all coming to a close. Everything I mapped out, everything I scheduled, everything that I planned. Well, so far, I'm at 100%. And it's, it's nice, You know, um, it's really, really nice to finally get to the point in my life where I know myself now, um, and I know that uh, if I put my mind to it, I can get it done, right? Not capable of doing that many, many moons ago, but now, now I have it. And it's really crazy to see everything planned out playing out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. This is actually really happening. Wow. And I started thinking about all the times that I tried planning something out and it failed and drinking got my way or my attitude or this or that. And that made me realize that that was 26 years of my life. And now for the last six years, I'm starting to... I'm not, I'm not that person anymore. I'm a different person. I've changed everything so drastically that now everything I plan out plays out. Everything I get ready to do, I get done. And it's an, it's an amazing, amazing feeling to finally be at this point. And because I'm at this point, and because of all these emotions and because I'm capable of dealing with all of this stuff because I'm not drinking anymore, that's, that was what got in my way. Whatever get, whatever's getting in your way, you just got to get it out. That's people, drugs, alcohol, whatever. It doesn't matter. If it's getting in your way and it's stopping you from moving forward and doing what you need to get done, that's a problem. And you just have to realize it's a problem and then you have to get the problem out of your life. And that's the only way to fix it so that you can move past it so that you can grow and move on. Are you running around right now trying to get all your Christmas shopping done? Well, guess what? I'm here to tell you, you don't even have to leave the house today. No, you can stay right there, right where you are, sitting on your butt in front of your computer. And you can order the coolest gifts you're going to give anybody this holiday season. That's right, it's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you don't know how to spell it, it's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. You're going to give the coolest gifts ever. That's right. Not only do they have a wide variety of clothing and everything else to choose from, but they come with the coolest colors, the best prints. And now with only a couple weeks away from Christmas, You're going to want to get those ordered immediately to get them shipped to your house in time for the holidays, and what better way to do it than to use a promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get an extra 10% off that purchase this year. Isn't that incredible? Spreading the holiday cheer by saving money. Yes, you get to save money, get really great products at a great price, and put the smiles on your friends and family's faces that they're just going to they're going to be so happy when they receive these gifts. I'm telling you right now this is where you want to be getting your gifts this year. You can get winter jackets, you can get skateboards and gloves and hats and shirts and kids tees. Oh, speaking of kids, they're all going to be on School vacation for this holiday season. So why not send them back to school looking extra cool in their slow down clothing t-shirts? Everybody's going to be asking where they got those. How did you get such cool shit? And you're going to be able to tell them, well, my mom and dad bought it for me for Christmas. And this is where they got it because this is the only place you can get this stuff and be this cool. They're all tattooed inspired. The shirts are amazing, the designs are flawless, and the colors are super bright, and everything holds up from wash to wash to wash. So why are you buying anything else this holiday season when you should be going to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today and get an extra 10% off your purchase using T-O-P-H-E-R. Heat, gas, and everything else is expensive enough. Save some money on your gifts this year And get the gifts that are going to put the smiles on everybody's face. And the only place to get those gifts are right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. And, of course, before you check out, use promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for an extra 10% off your purchase today you know uh i'm gonna be doing uh more shorts on sobriety tricks um that's gonna be coming up uh it should have already changed over um but i wanted to get it out there that this is where it's going um i've started a linkedin um i want to help people uh get sober or stay sober um i'm gonna call myself a sobriety coach Um, I'm not a counselor. I'm not licensed. Um, you can look up the LinkedIn, uh, because I have a link tree. Now you go to the description in the video below, click the link tree. You'll have access to everything I'm doing. Um, the YouTube, uh, uh, the, the LinkedIn, the Instagrams, all of the social media. And now you'll also have access to rumble. Yeah. So what I've done is, is I had a friend tell me, get on there immediately. And go ahead and start sell, Start getting your, your videos uploaded because they're monetizing immediately. So I started doing that a couple weeks ago. Uh, the entire library should be up by now. Um, so you can go there and check it out. And the reason that I did this is because at the end of the year, I'm doing a controversial uh, uh, podcast, right? It's something that YouTube may take down. It's something that YouTube may... Not allowed to be shared. So I've got other ways to get it out there now. So you may have to go to Rumble to see my last podcast. My last, uh, not my last podcast, let me correct myself. My last episode for the year, all right? And I, I, I don't think it's controversial because I think we should be allowed to have any conversation we want on any platform that we want because all of these platforms, as far as I know, except for TikTok are based in the United States. So therefore, hey, we should be able to just have our freedom of speech. And whether you agree with it or think it's misinformation, it doesn't fucking matter because people are their own and they can figure out when they're being duped. We all know when we're being lied to. Why do you think we don't listen to the big news corporations anymore and we're listening to breaking points instead? So... Um, that's all new. Uh, I'm excited for it. Like I said, 2023 is coming up. Um, and, and I'm just getting excited, uh, for the new, uh, layout of the podcast. I may have already mentioned this, but as time goes on, things keep getting a little bit more tweaked. Uh, it looks like slowdown is still going to be uh, a sponsor of the podcast. I had a long conversation. So whatever I said last week, we can ignore that, uh, because of the simple fact that I wound up finally being able to link up with, uh, Tony, we talked, um, and it looks like it's going to continue. Um, and, 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 and I'm excited for that. So, uh, natural boss is, uh, closing their doors. Um, 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 I'm no longer with New Hampshire vape gallery and slowdown will still be a sponsor. Now that all being said, um, here's one of the, this is, this is how I'm feeling about the vape industry, uh, today. You're all being duped. All right. They're taking you as suckers today. All right. And no, I'm not talking about the vape shops and I'm not talking about I'm talking about the disposable industry. Um, I think it's an absolute horrible industry. I think it's uh, going to ruin our environment uh, right off the top. If If you're an environmentalist and you're vaping on a disposable, you're a bigger piece of shit than they are. Because not only are you spouting climate change and we need to clean things up, but you're also using the worst device for our environment. People are literally littering batteries now everywhere. You used to have like a jewel battery here and there. Uh, Maybe your mod uh, with two batteries in it would blow up and they throw that out the way. Who knows? Whatever the fuck happened, it happened, right? That was like 10%. This is 100% of disposables just being thrown anywhere, everywhere. All their disposable wrapping, everywhere. Every disposable comes in a box with a plastic wrap with all these little rubber things in it. I find them all over my parking lot. So if they're all over my parking lot, or I should say, I used to find them all over New Hampshire Vape Gallery's parking lot. So if they're all over the parking lot, where else do you think they're going? They're going out the window. They're going everywhere. So first of all, this is horrible for our environment. So... Like I said, if you're an environmentalist, what the fuck, right? Second of all, 5% is 50 fucking milligrams, everybody. Drives me crazy. I fucking hate everybody that vapes on disposables. It makes me sick to my stomach when I see somebody who looks like a fucking crackhead coming in and buying a disposable, shaking. You should see The way people pull into the, I just ran out of my disposable. I had to get here as fast as possible. So you had to almost run your car into the building? You had to cut that person off and almost cause an accident? This is a crackhead move. You're a fucking fiend. So when I say I think you're being stupid, I fucking mean it. This is the main reason I got out of the vape industry. It is no longer. To help you quit smoking. It is no longer. To help you get away from tobacco products. It's only goal. Is to get you hooked. Keep you hooked. And keep you coming back for more. And if you think anything else from that. You're an idiot. I know most vape shop owners. Don't even vape. No. They smoke cigarettes. They don't even fucking believe in vaping. That's where the vape industry is. They're just taking your money and they're fucking selling you something to get you highly, highly addicted to these these this nicotine. This nicotine content that needs a cap. It needs a cap, it needs to be shut down. Disposables should be illegal. Pods should be illegal. Anything over 50 milligrams should be illegal. We're turning all nicotine uh consumers into fucking crackheads today so for those main reasons right there why i got out of the industry fuck them they are no longer doing what i believed that the vape industry was supposed to be doing which was eliminating the tobacco industry and helping people control and get off of their nicotine absolutely ridiculous i vape a three milligram That is 0.3%. 5% is 50 milligrams. I don't know how much more clearer I can make this. Well, what's the difference of that? 47 fucking milligrams. 47. It's absolutely insane. It's uh, unnecessary, and it's ridiculous. Do I think high nicotine, high nicotine, 30 milligrams is enough? To help you break your habit from cigarettes. The UK only does 30 milligram max. They only do 30 milliliter bottles. In the high nicotine. I think they only do 30 milliliter bottles. In their low nicotine. And most of their tanks. Actually almost all of their tanks. Are not allowed to go over 2 milliliters. That makes sense to me. Fucking figure it out America. This is fucking stupid. And you're duping every. Single, 21 plus. You're duping them all. You're tricked. You're all being tricked. This is not good for you. I do not recommend vaping 50 milligrams every single fucking day of your life. If you're on cigarettes, go to the disposables, get on a device, and get your nicotine lowered. Get over to regular low nicotine. Everybody. 12, 6, 3, that's meant for vaping all day, every day. Not this high nicotine shit. You're all turning into crackheads, and that's why I left. I did not want to sell people this shit anymore. Now, that all being said, I still believe that New Hampshire Vape Gallery is one of the best vape shops in New England. It's number one for its customer service. It's number one for answering all your questions. And without me there, you should still be able to pull it off. So I still recommend that everybody go to New Hampshire Vape Gallery for whatever you're looking for. And I understand you may be on disposables and you're kind of hooked now. I get it. You should just I just want to plant the seed that everybody should think about lowering their nicotine levels and because of all of that because of everything that the vape industry is doing that was one of the main reasons I couldn't stay there anymore because I wasn't allowed to say what I really felt and that's fair I don't want to I don't want the doors to close and I didn't want my attitude to 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 sway people into not coming back so That is why I left. It had a lot more to do uh, with that than anything else because I was working with one of my greatest friends. I mean, Jesus Christ, we've known each other for 32, 33 years now. The environment was so laid back. Literally could listen to 40 hours of podcasts while doing 40 hours of work while making my podcasts all week. It made life easy. So easy that I had to drop the atomic bomb on it. I had to blow up my entire life because I was so fucking bored and out of my mind. Sitting there every day for 10 hours and eight of them, I was by myself. You know? At least it felt like that. It was probably like four in between customers. You know what I mean? But it felt like forever. Forever. Nobody to talk to. So that is why I'm leaving the industry. That is why I feel like you're all being duped. And they're all hooking you. To hook you, not to help you. So if you've never vaped before, get on gum, lozengers, um, anything like that. But that's that that's what's that's why I felt that way. Now Leading off of finding lozenges and everything else, we're going to get into Topher's topics. And my first topic is the uh, teens move over cigarettes and vape pens. Teens are reaching for a new form of nicotine. All right, we're back
1: at 7.13 this morning. Researchers are concerned about a new nicotine trend among teenagers that may be threatening or threatening to rival vaping.
2: Which is really incredible when you think about it. There's a new study that found oral nicotine products, things like gum or lozenges, they're actually becoming more popular than vaping. Boston 25 News reporter Jim Morelli talked to local parents and a doctor at Boston Children's Hospital about why these products are hard to spot and potentially dangerous.
1: They like the flavors. An additional thing is that they can use these products discreetly. They are gums, lozenges, even gummies, and they all have one ingredient in common, nicotine. It shouldn't be accessible to the kids, especially in school age settings. But oral nicotine products have already penetrated the adolescent market. This study in the journal Pediatrics found that among a sample of Southern California teens, oral products ranked just behind vaping as an adolescent source of nicotine.
0: I just think anything that has nicotine and it concerns young people, I think there's uh, room for concern.
1: The concern over oral nicotine products is oh, shared by others, picks. including yeah, Matt Myers, president of the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. Kids will pick these products up, not understanding that there is any threat whatsoever, begin using them, and then not be able to quit.
0: Well, that's bullshit right there. They all know what the fuck they're doing. I don't give a shit what this asshole just said. No fucking way. They all know what they're doing. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: Quit. ...won't yeah. be able to quit because of this indisputable fact, according to Dr. Sharon Levy at Boston Children's Hospital. Nicotine is an addictive substance. Low doses can help people concentrate, but in higher doses it actually can be a little bit disruptive. And prolonged use of nicotine in adolescents is tied to problems paying attention yes! and learning. We don't want teens to be using any type of nicotine product. But the fear is demand for these oral nicotine products will grow. And we will see an explosion of these products just as we saw with the explosion
2: of flavored e-cigarettes.
1: The oral nicotine market did take a hit last summer when the FDA took action against the nicotine gummies called Crave. That product is now discontinued. The agency tells Boston 25 News no nicotine gummy products have been authorized by the FDA, and therefore any products currently being sold are doing so illegally. We could find no other nicotine gummies for sale, but... Plenty of other oral nicotine products remain on the market. Some may be undergoing FDA review. These days, it's hard for parents to sometimes even detect if their kids are vaping. It Mm -hmm. sounds like this is something that will be even a notch above that uh, to detect for parents.
2: Because if you're a parent,
1: you don't know if your kid's chewing on chiclet's gum, right, or a nicotine gum.
0: So this is going to cause more issues, right? We already had the PACT Act. You can't ship anything unless you're a business, blah, 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 blah. That's cigarettes and e-juice. So we're probably going to see the same thing happen with these nicotine pouches where the PACT Act will kick in. I don't know why it hasn't already. There is FDA-approved uh, nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches. Uh, Lucy. Uh, co, I think, or .com. Uh, I'm going to be getting their pouches. I'm also going to be getting rogues pouches. Um, I think these are the two best companies out there. I know Lucy has got their gum and their lozengers. FDA approved, which means there's no tax on them. So if you're a company out there and you want to carry these products, you won't have to pay your individual state tax on anything that is FDA approved. Now, as for getting kids hooked, I don't even know how they're getting their hands on these. All of this shit is supposed to be 21 plus. So if they're ordering them online, they're ordering them under a false identification, um, which is going to cause issues because I need to be able to order these to my house now that I don't work at the vape shop anymore. But I don't think that these are going to be as big of a problem as vaping. Why? Because these don't go over 12 milligrams, which is the highest you can get on the low nicotine side of things, which I think is a not a bad thing, right? Cuz now they're not vaping on 50 milligrams anymore. So, I don't I don't think this is a good thing either. Like I smoked cigarettes when I was 9. Okay? That's not good for you. But you know what? I would rather have my kids trying lozenges, gum, and, 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 and toothpicks and, and pouches than vaping on 50 milligrams. One, you're not inhaling anything. Two, it is literally the safest way to take in nicotine. It's one of the safest ways. So there, I, even though I have many mixed feelings about this and I still don't think anybody under the age of 21 should have access to any of this shit anymore. It's going to happen, but I still think that it's dangerous because kids don't understand that you're supposed to have, like, one piece of gum every, like, six hours or maybe four depending on the amount of nicotine. If you're doing a 12, I wouldn't have one of those for, like, every, you know, once every six hours. If you're doing like three milligram, you could get away with a couple hours in between a three milligram. And if you're doing a six, you stretch it out an hour or so more. But it's still better than this 50 milligram disposable shit. So even though I think that people are seeing this as another issue or another problem for their kids getting their hands on nicotine, I do also believe that this is a much, much much safer uh, and, and better lower nicotine content to be ingesting than any disposable or 50 milligram on the market. So go and get these. If you are vaping 50 milligrams, stop. Get on lower nicotine, buy a device and get yourself down to the point where you can do an oral intake of nicotine and not an inhale of nicotine anymore. It's going to be much safer and much better for you. I am telling you this honestly because this is exactly where I'm at right now. I'm on six milligram pouches and I've got three milligram juice. I'm almost done with the three milligram juice. I'm hoping by March I will be completely done vaping and I will be on nothing but pouches. I don't care for lozenges. I hate chewing gum, and uh, I would have never eaten a gummy. That's just weird. I mean, I don't want my liver to process my nicotine. I want it to be intaked by my uh, blood because I don't want my system to to process the nicotine. That's got to be weird. Like, when you process THC through the liver, it's a completely different and psychedelic experience. This is not... So because of all of this, um, I highly recommend um, this road anyways to get off of the vaping and the smoking altogether um, a much safer way. Now, that all being said, here's the warning and the PSA for everybody. If you are taking any lozenge or gum or, or pouch and you're doing it back to back to back, guess what? You can give yourself nicotine poisoning and you can give yourself a heart attack and die. That is a true statement. That can happen. So please use caution with all of this high nicotine bullshit. Because I don't want people to start dying of heart attacks from ingesting too much fucking nicotine today. So let's move on to the next thing I got going on today. Um, so on November fifteenth, uh we had a missile hit Poland. This freaked me out, right? Everybody's up in arms, right at that moment in time. I know it's past and that's why this is Tophers topics and not current events uh anymore. But uh we were all scared. Turns out it was Ukraine's missile. You know, it's unfortunate that the two people died. But because Russia's bombing them, um, they had to throw up tactical missiles to take out missiles coming at them. And unfortunately, it looks like there was a ricochet. Or, I I mean, if this is a ricochet, god damn it, man. I would not want to be hit with a ricochet bullet. Never mind a ricochet fucking missile. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So two people died. They figured it out. And it's a Ukraine missile that was... Being, trying to deflect a Russia missile. So at the end of the day, they're like, we understand that you are trying to protect your your land, and so therefore it's not your fault. If you weren't being attacked by Russia, then uh, uh, you know you wouldn't be doing this. So we give you a pass. These two people that died, you know, it's sad, but it happened. We'll fix the building. We'll fix everything. Um, and but it's all Russia's fault. And I was like, holy shit! Thank you. I mean, this is what we've been talking about for weeks and months um, since this war started. What happens if Russia accidentally hits Poland, right? That is a NATO country. Now NATO's involved. Now we're involved. Now it's World War Three. Fucking A, people. We need to be able to talk about peace. We need to get this shit off the table and get peace on the table, and we need to end this. And I'm hoping by the time that this actually airs and comes out that we've already gotten there. But if we haven't, my God, I hope this message gets out to people because we need to be talking about peace and a treaty and uh, giving up some and do compromising and getting done with this because if not, the inevitable will happen. Uh, this will end up being a Russian missile. This will end up being NATO involved and World War III. And then what? Everything that we know, care, and think about will just be gone. And good luck to you. I know for a fact that I will not survive. (laughs) I won't. Without electricity and food and shelter and warmth, I'm fucking dead. There's no way. I'm a weak man. I don't know how to do anything. There's a whole bunch of stuff I know how to do. But guess what? There's no supplies, no ways to get it. No electricity to do it with it's over for me, right so this scared the shit out of me, which is why I wanted to talk about it um okay, so I ran into this issue, and I don't know if anybody else has, but I always thought dying like as in you are dying was uh uh, uh d i e i n g um it turns out that I was absolutely wrong. Um, So D-Y-I-N-G is most used in the present participle of a verb to die, uh, to cease to live. Um, So it's D-Y-E-I-N-G for death, dying. If you wanted to use dying, D-I-E-I-N-G, Um, A die or a die cast, among other things, is a tool shaped metals. It also is a verb formed to die, meaning the action of cutting those metals with the die. And then you have uh, dying, which is D-Y-I-N-G, is the present participle of verb to die. It is the present tense action of the cease of living. So, her dying words were, I love you. So, while you're still alive and you're in the middle of dying, that is D-Y-I-N-G. Man, I had no idea. I mean, it told me I was spelling it wrong and I ignored it forever. And then the last week I was like, let me look into this. Is this actually true? And it is. So if you didn't know, and then there's uh, when to use D-Y-E-I-N-G, um, my sister is dying her hair blonde in the bathroom. So you see, <laughs> I, th- I had no idea. I had no idea that this is how you use uh, dying or how dying was supposed to be used in a sentence. So again, my non-alcoholic, my non-drinking brain is capable of absorbing uh, new information, and now I know how to use dying properly. All three versions of it. Let's see. Uh, NASA is going to the moon. (laughs) If you believe we're going to the moon. Mm. I'll tell you right now, I believe we're going to the moon more right now than ever before. Um, So NASA's... Artemis moon rocket is hours from launch and will orbit to the moon one NASA more time calling
2: it a milestone in their artemis program the massive rocket is 32 stories tall and is set to travel around the moon and back without a crew on board i like to refer to artemis as uh turning the, a new page on the next chapter of space exploration the ultimate goal of the artemis program is to return humans to the moon and make many trips building infrastructure that allows crews to spend more time there learn what secrets the moon has to tell us Uh, and actually start learning about living in deep space, which will open the doorway to go on to places like Mars. The Artemis program also aims to put first woman and first person of color on the lunar surface. NASA hasn't launched to the moon since the Apollo program in 1972. From those missions to the moon's equator, they discovered there may be water on the moon, and now they want to target the south polar region because they think water is there. Uh, We build on, we stand on the shoulders of our Apollo forefathers, in the situation we're in now, uh, water is important for us. Uh, it could be a resource, but it also is a valuable science target. It will tell us about the history of the solar system. And as, you know, just like us, we need water to survive. As we know life to exist, it needs water. The initial launch in August was scrubbed, and then Florida dealt with two hurricanes. But it finally appears liftoff for the billion-dollar rocket is imminent. Jamie Staton, WME.
0: Holy shit, a billion dollar rocket. That is insane. It's insane. And you know what else is insane? Why did it take 50 years to get back onto the moon? And were we ever on the moon in the first place? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out more uh, when I actually dig into those subjects. So, which I'm going to. It's going to be fun, telling you. Uh, Get ready for the last podcast of this year because it's going to be awesome. All right. Um, But I don't believe we went to the moon in the first place. I do believe that we uh, pretended to be on the moon to beat Russia and everybody else to the moon um, because we were very capable of making uh, movies. So that being said, I think this is actually happening. Um, I think we're finally doing it for the very first time and it is pretty cool. But guess what? I don't want you to take the water from the moon. I don't want you to dig for its contents on it. And I don't want you to drill it for all this wonderful stuff that could supposedly power our chips and cell phones. I think it's a very bad idea. And if it is true that we used to have two moons and they both collided and merged into one moon, we probably should leave that fucking thing alone before we really fuck everything up. I mean, if we're fucking up the planet like everybody says and climate change is all our fault... Leave the fucking moon alone, okay? Because if we're already fucking up the earth enough to throw everything off, you're just going to throw it off even faster by fucking with the moon, right? So leave it alone. I hope you find water, but well, leave it there. We don't need it, right? What are they going to do? Bottle it. It's moon water. Now it's $50 for a friggin' 12-ounce bottle of water, but it came from the moon. Fuck off. Um, Let's see like I said, I absolutely love, love this, this follow. Um, and this I thought was absolutely crazy. Okay. So what you're seeing here is, is you are seeing a woman in her living room, a subway train under her house, her floor pulls back, a a glass door opens the chute pops out, and a kid gets dropped off from school inside the living room, inside the house. Is this not insane? And what does that sound like when you live there? Like, is that loud as is sh- shit? Is 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 that like vibrating your whole house? I think this is absolutely incredible. Um, but would make uh, getting home from school, like if you're the first one to get picked up, you know you're the last one to get dropped off. So however long that ride is, and now they're dropping off individual children to every household. Now, of course, this is Japan or China or somewhere where they do all this crazy wild shit. I mean, there was a building uh, where a subway train literally rolled through the middle of the building. That's where the tracks were. I could not imagine living there. Right? You you live near a a, a train or a subway and it's just boom, 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 through your whole fucking house. So what is this? Did they make it silent? I mean, it is crazy. Do not get me wrong. Here, I think this is absolutely amazing and so close to like teleporting, right? So close. It's just a train dropping you off. But it could make that poor kid that's got that the first one on. Oh, it becomes the last one off. I would rather be the last one on, first one off. Yeah. I would rather be that person. But this is I thought this was absolutely insane. It blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. You know, this is the future. This is where our technology is today. And that is the podcast. For this week. Um, again I want to thank everybody. Um, so much. Uh, for joining me. For watching. For listening. For subscribing. You are all amazing. And I appreciate you. You really have made this podcast. Uh, what it is today. Because you keep driving me. To come back. Do better. And and it's helped me tremendously. And I hope. That over the last couple years, I've helped some of you out there um, with anything uh, going on in your life. Um, So thank you so much as always. Um, Again, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. Go ahead and click the subscribe button. Give a thumbs up for videos. Uh, Leave comments uh, for guests. It keeps people coming back onto the podcast. So I appreciate everything that you do. Keep doing it Um, It helps it get out into the algorithm, which helps the podcast grow. And I need all of your help to do that. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with at gmail.com. If you're looking for advice, you want to tell your story, or maybe you want to be on the podcast, you can send a video, audio, or typed out email to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher. At gmail.com, the official email of the podcast. And of course, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go give a follow. Don't forget, uh, now the podcast is on Rumble. And if you want access to all of this very, very quickly, easily, click the link tree link in the description below. It will literally give you everything I'm doing and make it that much easier to follow, subscribe, and join along with me um uh uh, for 2023 and i just hope everybody out there has an amazing thursday enjoy your weekend be kind to one another and as always i will talk to you later